the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Blake, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're ready to talk gardening with you. 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. A nice day out here at Milberger's. Sunny and bright. Lots of folks... Uh, out here doing some shopping. What are they getting? Oh, they're getting Mexican Heather. The Longhorn fans are. Uh, and, uh, what let's, makes you think they're Longhorn? Because everyone in the family is wearing burnt orange <laughs> Longhorn shirts. They don't mess around. <laughs> All right. So uh, They're almost dedicated as the Aggies. Huh? Almost. Yeah, and we had a, a nice moment of peace when they were discussing their, uh, I think their football uh, with the... Uh, their, their shirts with someone who was wearing an A&M shirt. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, 210-308-8867. Uh, Calvin, you want to give your tomato report? Oh, uh, yeah. I was uh, <laughs> I was just uh, mentioning to uh, Jerry and Milton that the Ruby Crush uh, tomatoes were around the verge. Uh, lots and lots of fruit. Um, but all of it's green, not not one so far is ripened. And Jerry asked about the size, and uh, generally running, still running pretty small, but there's some of them were full full size. Oh. But uh, that'll be interesting uh, if we get a report from other gardeners and see where we are. Some of the larger ones, uh, I noticed that red snapper was lo- was looking good. Um, the fish, the yeah. fish. The fish, <laughs> and I was trying to. Oh, and my, uh, my cat. The uh, what? Cat's claw. Uh, no, no, the the, <laughs> the the tomato variety that valley cat. Valley cat. Yeah. Uh, the last year you'll be able to have it. Well, and that was uh, that was interesting because I got it planted uh, late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but it never did go through that. Uh, Thin leaf tree, yeah. yeah, and uh, so it's kind of caught up with everything, and and it's got fruit on it too. So <laughs> if you've got, uh, if you're uh, inclined and you've got tomatoes, uh, let us know. We also had a a gardener stop in uh, before the show, and she was wondering where all the tomato plants went. <laughs> and uh, I was gently explained to her that planting tomatoes now, from you know getting tomatoes now and planting them. But probably not give you optimal results. <laughs> I, tr- I tried she, to figure out how Neil Sperry might say it. Wait, is she an elder c- citizen? 
I would not. Such as myself. I, she was uh, older than myself. I, when I when I think about her, I think. Uh, yeah, I think she was a little older, but she was strong-willed. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wanted those yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, not strong-willed. But yeah. she, uh, no, so it's so is now the time to, uh, if you see tomatoes out there, to get them? Or well, they're a right variety. Well, if they're in the big container. Yeah. Okay, if it's big enough. Now, let's yeah. say, what is this, August 15th? No, no. It's, it's September sixteenth, seventeenth. September sixteenth. September, yeah, you're too late to plant them. Okay, <laughs> no matter how big a container you get. Well, I d- well, that's I it. Doubt that. if they can find gallons anymore. Yeah. If we don't have gallons, I don't think anybody's yeah. going to have gallons because mm-hmm. the the growers uh, quit doing gallons when it gets late in the season. Oh, that makes sense. And. Uh, if, uh, if we used to recommend <laughs> back in 30 years ago, recommend uh, planting middle of August, first of the middle of August, and uh, they've moved it. We moved it back into July, but uh, I imagine she's thinking the old recommendation. She got it on the internet. Did she? Yeah. She she got uh, them or got the the information that oh, said it was okay. okay to do it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of a lot of theories though too, but you're you're right that information from 30 Way years back. ago could be, could still be on the internet. Yeah. So uh anyway, but uh well and uh I guess we're going to get some more broccoli in uh, this next week. We expect yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we expect it the middle of the week according to don't, don't some have, of the staff. Don't have much here now. But uh all there's lots of uh uh Brussels sprouts and uh Oh yeah. bright lights, Swiss chard and uh, collards, <laughs> cabbage. A lot lots of the uh related uh, the coal crops, yeah, and the bro- broccoli will be here later. Uh, I, 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 when Trace comes up, he's got all all kinds and sizes of 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 uh, hibiscus is on sale, fifty yeah. percent off. That's great. So that excited me. <laughs> Because uh, uh, I was thinking, our flare hibiscus, the rare and unusual flare hibiscus, would be 50% off. And I stopped by there, but I couldn't see the price on there. Oh, we'll have to get Trace when he yeah, comes Yeah, have to get Trace. But 50% but that'd off. That'd be fun, yeah. And, and those, are, those are rare plants, like I said. I, I don't even know if they'll be, you never know from year to year. So they're they're... The fifty percent off is uh, in relationship to them being at the end of their yeah, uh, normal yeah, cycle. Yeah, yeah. In in fact, uh, now the flare has some uh, blue buds that mm-hmm. haven't opened yet on there. I'll stop by and look. But the third group of flare, if you look down, lie down the aisle there, the leaves are turning uh, yellow, which is at, uh, normal for this time of the year. Even if you put it in a greenhouse uh, and it doesn't freeze, 
those leaves will turn yellow and fall off of a perennial hibiscus. So uh, don't be alarmed by that. But uh, for 50% off, if you plant them now, uh, you'll have to cut them back. I imagine they're going to die down in December after a hard freeze. They will definitely have lost leaves by then. And, uh, but they will have an established root system because they're a larger plant. And uh, they'll, they'll make you happy next spring after they sprout up from the ground. I've got a smile on my face when you talk about the flare hibiscus because I had visited with Dorothy Weedy uh, this uh, this week, <laughs> and she, yeah, she was <laughs> she she was just going strong as always. There and, you go. And she, <laughs> I was going to say she had her daughter out there working in the garden. Well, that her daughter was enjoying working out in the garden. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they, their garden was uh, amazing. Yeah, I, I had to take some pears, and <laughs> uh, uh, persimmons were look were looking good. Does she cover her persimmons? No, is that right? There's they're just a, a load of of um, fruit on the really oh, nice, the, oh, the, just uh, like dark in, orange. The, I mean, uh, the pretty. Yeah, very very attractive. It's just like in the the. <laughs> growing persimmon booklet. You yeah, know. yeah. And, you know, right. with that nice shape and then the, <laughs> the fruit well well spaced. Does she know what variety it is? Is it? Uh, oh, it, it was. Uh, uh, Fuyu. Fuyu, yeah. Okay, ooh, that's the best one. But. Uh, oh, they, they weren't soft yet, are they? No, not soft no, yet. no, they weren't. And then uh, the pear I had was definitely not soft too. It was yeah. kefir. So. Oh Lord, have mercy. Oh, I would. It's fair. They're, they're they're pretty tasty, but yeah, yeah you got to have good teeth with uh, <laughs> with keepers. Well, uh, we used to recommend uh, wrap them in paper and uh, keep them from freezing, and Oop. they will I eventually he, soften up. I think he took advantage of the deal. You see the the cart right there? Yeah, I can't turn my head. What is it? Oh, it's uh, is that the flare, Calvin? The hibiscus that he got. Um, it's got a uh, the the bloom is small. Is that? Oh, okay. I don't. I yeah, don't know. I, I think that's it. But uh, the blooms are smaller at this time of the year. But uh, anyway, we were, I'm excited about the hibiscus and the firebush. He loaded yeah. up the firebush, and they're on sale. Number three containers, regularly twenty four ninety nine. Is right at twenty five dollars. Just, but it's not there yet. And Sale. Uh, well, uh, watch, watch this math kick in. All right, go for it. This Two for forty dollars, which means one for twenty dollars. Or no, doesn't. No, because you have to buy two. So it's, somebody might hear that and go, "Oh, okay." It's oh, one. okay. So well, yeah, when, when you, you buy two, each one is twenty dollars. How's that? Yeah, and uh, if you buy three. Each one is twenty dollars. There you go. What if you buy four? Twenty uh, <laughs> dollars. Oh, yeah, that's Lord. it. I looked up. I thought there was a girl, a young lady, on a swing up there. Oh, yes. But I think she needs something to eat. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and where? Her, her her outfit is worn out. Yeah, there yes, you go. she's kind of a Halloween ghoul. Yeah. As I was walking in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw two things that 
remind me of a, a lot of fall. Of course, let's see, did I just get through talking about Firebush? Yeah, you talked you a little about it. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, it was just where you remind for, everybody of fire. Two for $40. Yeah, well, Firebush is de- desirable because uh, the uh, pollinators, especially the hummingbirds, yeah. love it. And it's a neat thing to put on your patio when those fall migrants start yeah. coming through. Uh, the uh, and they ch- it shouldn't be too long. And the bees, the honeybees, feed on it. Yeah. The, uh, and you say to yourself, Milton. Yes, Milton. I wonder. I wonder how the bees get the nectar from a firebush. Oh, because no, the, I don't. I, I've the, heard the answer, and I don't. Bl- I don't wonder. No, no. The bloom. I is, don't know. I don't wonder at all. The bl- I don't wonder. <laughs> <laughs> the bloom is elongated. Uh huh. So it's okay for hummingbirds and. Uh, which has beak, unless your uh, firebush has beak mites, yes. which I've been told. But uh, the honeybees feed on it, on the bloom, those long blooms, after a uh, bee come, uh, uh, it's a bumblebee type thing. It's the rapier. Yeah. Comes, oh, wow. comes, comes along and. He uh, remembered that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> comes along and uh, opens the bottom of that long tube. Yeah. And this is a, and that's where the honeybees feed. And that, that, that fire it's bush uh, will be back every single year if you want Oh, it. yeah. Uh, in a container, and it's a very disciplined grower in a container. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of neat for the patio in full sun. Yeah, and you cut yours back in uh, December or something? I just let it uh, go. Oh, okay. It, it just the declines. Yeah, it just declines. By by, by okay. Thanksgiving, yeah. Okay. Well, you know those those stems get brittle the longer they uh, dry out. Yeah. And I, uh, that's a, like I said, it's the only stem on a plant that I know of that'll snap off. Yeah, you. That'll break off. Most of the time, uh, on perennials that uh, they they'll bend over. And break, but they won't snap off clean. But the firebush will. Now, one thing you can do with that, uh, if you have them in a larger container, uh, when the, when the tops die, you can cut them off or snap them off, and uh, then put some uh, flowering annuals in there. And so you might say, well, what flowering annuals could I put in there, Mel? Hey, hang on. Well, what kind of flowering annuals could I put in there? <laughs> Well, as I was walking in, yeah. they had a uh, had a a great choice for season-long color and mass plantings, Milton. Uh-huh. That means more than one. This sounds like it's an old TV deal. <laughs> Petunia madness, 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 madness. <laughs> Available in red, rose, white, and others. Four-inch pot, regularly a dollar fifty-nine. Uh oh. Got me- some more math to do. They're messing with me. You can do this. Come on. No, I can't. You can. Sell four for five dollars. All right. Dollar twenty-five. A dollar twenty-five each. Look at that Calvin. Yeah. Slap him over there. Uh, <laughs> well, then there, then there's other. Uh, that, that petunia is, is is a good idea, but the calantula look. I don't think I put dianthus in there because of there they they get that root get. So compacted, you know, yeah. and then you gotta you gotta 
get it out and without taking all the soil out where with the petunia or some of the others you that are easier. You could cut it off at the ground, Cal. You could, but the diantha is going to come back gangbusters, too. Not if you cut it straight to the root system, straight into the root system. Really? What kind of dianthus do you grow that, yeah, that, that don't dwarf, come back? The dwarfer. No, they, they come back when you cut the tops you, off. I'm In fact, talking they, about cut them off at root level. Uh, they won't come back from a root. Either way, we'll have to try that. But I. Uh, all right. But, uh, uh, but one of one of the one of the advantages of using dianthus is that you can prune it back and yeah. have it come back. Yeah. But you don't prune it back to the root. I miss the big long ones. That wouldn't make Trace happy, but it's like that was cool when we had those, the big tall ones. Yeah. Oh, those, yeah. yeah. They sell, sold so well too. They, yeah, you they just liked them that they were a quarter a piece. Uh. Yeah, I liked them for that, but I, I don't know. They're just unique. I, I was kind yeah, of, they're unique, all right. The uh, just letting you know, also, it's coming, keeps coming. That uh, orange vinca in that little pot. We didn't. We didn't. I tell you, vincas are incredible. Oh yeah, they are. We did not take care of it. We, we, I, 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 I am I not surprised? I know you're it. not surprised, but I just want you to know. <laughs> I want people to go, oh, well, gosh, if it went through all that and still did well, yeah. maybe we could. We should grow them. Yeah, they're tough. The deer, did, 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 did the deer you, didn't bother it. Did you plant, <laughs> we don't did have you deer. plant it or did it come up from a seed? Uh, no, I planted it. That's what the ones I got here, the orange ones. Remember Trace had the orange vincas? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's and right. so that one's really going gangbusters. Hi, guys. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the diastasis, uh, it's four-inch pot, regular $1.59, sell four for $5. Yeah. Trace and Millburger are encouraging uh, mass planting, planting for people like Milton. Yeah. Used to be. Who's just by one. Yeah. Can I just <laughs> can I just get the flour? <laughs> I tend to be kind of cheap. All right, we're going to well, take a break. But before we do, we're going to talk to you about Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. You know, uh, we always talk about, and I always start off by saying if it's bugging you. But how about if you don't want it to bug you? If you want to make sure that you're uh, protected from uh, uh, getting those roaches or spiders and ants and stuff. You know, Spider-Man can set up a contract with you and just uh, come by and uh, take care of that uh, time in and time out throughout the year. And so you don't have to worry about it. They'll, uh, but uh, if it, all of a sudden you do see something, you know that Spider-Man can come and take care of it. Um, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control has been doing this since 1976. He's an expert in San Antonio. In fact, he's an expert in the nation on uh, bug and pest control. So uh, give him a call. Termites, uh, mosquitoes, if they're still bugging you, then uh, he can help you with that with the Into Care system. So uh, check them out. You'll like them. And check out those reviews. People love them. Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Talk to somebody that uses them, and they will tell you how much they love Warren Remy and Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Online, where you can see those reviews, go SpiderManPest.com. We are going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. All right. Um... Yep, back in a moment, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. You're at school, Tennessee whiskey. 
Was that George? It was George. He's well, past, you know. I know. You, you were fond of telling us who was past. <laughs> we're going to see if we can get that sponsored. <laughs> past or just quiet? No, well, we can get a mortuary. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll start Porter Lorne. I'll start working on that. They're, they're going to get my body, Porter Lorne. Are they? Okay. Yeah. All right. 210 <laughs> Mission. Mission's a good one, too. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let me uh, remind you. <laughs> Uh, that we are still in stage two water restrictions and the San Antonio water system wants to thank you. If you're one of those folks that are, are being responsible and uh, chipping in and making sure that we stay in stage two by uh, uh, following the rules and regs there, which you'll find at saws.org uh, forward slash stage two, you'll find out how you can do it all. You'll find out your times. For instance, uh, you can water on your watering day, which, uh, is based on the last digit of your address from 7 to 11 a.m. and 7 to 11 p.m. So you can do both the same day. Uh, and then you'll find out all when you go to that all about um, the uh, handheld, which you can use, I think, anytime. And you'll find out about soaker hoses and all the th- things so you can be responsible and you can avoid getting a ticket. Because they are out and about, and about they're, a, uh, they are giving satire. citations. Citation? Yes. yes. Okay. Jerry wants one because he, <laughs> he's not sure. That, I don't think I've ever gotten a citation. Oh, man. Well, somebody, Mark, will you go to Jerry's house <laughs> and give him a citation? All right. But uh, go to saws.org. But they don't frame it. Do no, they you don't have to frame, frame it. it yourself. Yeah. I think you have to pay it, then frame it. Oh, is that right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Saws.org forward slash um, stage two, and you'll find it. And you'll find out lots of great information. But yet, by all working together, by avoiding those fines and citations, uh, we're making <laughs> it all possible. Yep. I'm sorry, Jerry. Avoid, avoid my citations. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh-oh. Are you coming up? To, uh, she's c- coming up with deliberation there. She's very del- Are you coming to ask a question? You, you look like you're... Uh oh, we we know we know three answers. That's it. You want to come on? You want to you want to come on the air with us? Yeah. Come on the air with us. We're doing a radio show. It's easy. You'll you'll do great. Yeah. Okay. Grab that mic. You'll be on the air, and we'll see if we know the answers to your questions. See, Mel's not tripped. That was, oh, okay. All right. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. With the plants are now coming. That's that's pretty, Sinisa. My yard's going purple. No, oh, is it? All right. Yeah, it is, actually. Okay, so what's going on? Purple lantana, is that right? This right here Ooh. is called a, it's the Texas sage. sage. Texas sage, yeah. Okay, but it's, it's the same thing, isn't it? Was what? Can I divide this? It's Jerry's See, it thinking. Looks like it's not it's, easy to divide. Well, look, look at the base. And see if there's two or three divi- se- yes. separate plants in there. There are. There, yes. There seem to be different branches at the bottom. You look. No, you're the expert. Not, not, not branches. Yeah, you look expert. And not. I mean, two different. Don't don't let him put boss you around like that. You just. I, you did listen, great. Look, he's got I guru see. plant guru on his head. I can, <laughs> I know that's it. I uh-huh. see. I see two plants in there. Okay. 
Yeah. So what are you thinking? Um, uh, Can uh, you separate? Don't ask me that question. <laughs> no, don't go there. That's, uh, that's yeah. A can of worms we don't want to open. You, you don't want to buy another one? She's got 30, two already. You, 30, you got a well, well. 30, 30, 30 is $90. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Can't afford that, huh? Well, you know, I just I bought them somewhere else about a year ago for nine dollars a piece. Uh-huh. So it's like choking yeah, me. Yeah, they all. So how, how are gone they up. doing? Well, those ones you oh, bought last year. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd I'd wait till uh, January. And divide them in January. Divide them in January. And then put them in the ground or. In or, the ground. Okay. And uh, they need to be in a sunny location. Okay. And the more sunny it is, the more flowers they have. But they will thrive in a partial shade because the yeah. this eight I have already, or six I have already, have morning sun, a little afternoon sun. They don't have as many flowers. Right, that's it. Uh, but they have that purple hue to them. So, yeah, yeah. You know, that looks... Okay. These go in the front in the sun, so they'll... They'll, they'll have flowers. And On, only before it rains. Right. Yeah, well... <laughs> they tend to bloom before it rains. That's what Milton says. That's what I say. But anyway... Well, I, I know they're blooming now, right? I was going to say. <laughs> they're predicting rain. I know, look out. <laughs> get, 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 get them in the car now. And the well, good, the good news if I is keep them cut short like this, I don't want them to grow really big and out of control. Will they... Not get that leggy, empty look at the no, bottom. No, they all do that. The way to keep them from getting Especially a leggy, in the shade. leggy, leggy look is uh, let them go for a year or two, and then cut them in half or, or cut them back to the ground. Okay. And they come up from the ground. Okay. And uh, and when you separate these, knock knock the knock them out of the pot. The turn the pot upside down, let the root ball fall out, and then take a spade and and cut, separate cut it, them, right. however many there are, and uh, and then cut this the mother cut each plant that you separate in half and plant them in December. Okay. Or January, you said. Or January. January, yeah. Well, that helps me. Good. Good. Um. Glad that helps me fit it into your budget, right? Well, no, it helps me. See, I have company coming in October. Oh. And it doesn't help me to wait till January <laughs> to cut this in half. Okay. Well, you can, you, can, you, you can leave these till January, in this container till uh, January. But I have three places in front of my garage to put them, so that's why I want to know if I can separate them. It's a big dilemma. It's a $30 dilemma. Oh, they're $30 a piece? Yeah. They're $29.99. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're big plants. Uh, I I don't think I'd separate them now. They're going to look... Scraggly. Scraggly. That's why they put three in them. Well, I'm going to continue to look for something else purple. To put in those pots. All right, so let's see. Oh, these are going into pots. They're going in pots in front of my. You got any suggestions? When when your people coming? October. When are your company coming? In about in a month. 
What about uh, chrysanthemums or moms? No, they're, they're got to be purple. She yeah, wants purple. The, if they, I go out and be. get them the week oh, okay. before they come, I can do that. But they won't, they won't be still purple if I put them in the ground. I'm put them in the pot now. There'll be stems. <laughs> Is she asking the expert or telling oh. the expert what's going on? Oh, let me let me ask Mr. Expert. <laughs> no. How long do moms keep flowering? Well, these uh, at the entrance uh, there to the right, uh, they're in full bud. Uh-huh. They're buds. Right. So uh, they'll continue flowering for probably a little over a month. A month. Till, when, till, when are they coming? Till October? The middle of October. Uh-oh, okay. Till all the flowers are open. And then after that, they'll last two or three weeks. But they come back again next year if you cut them back. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, so would you suggest she could wait until the beginning of October to get it? She could. Okay. Uh, but uh, the the good ones will probably be yeah, gone. Yeah, no, the good then. ones will be gone. Right oh there. man, this is but a now, dilemma. They're, uh, they're in dilemma <laughs> on a Saturday morning. They're, they're in <laughs> they're in bud now. So I don't know how you go. Of course, they come in purple too, yellow. Purple. Yeah, they're purple. Oh. I want the purple ones. Well, I'm just saying that I can't tell. This year especially, it's a bit of a gamble what's going to be available and what. Yeah, that's right. Well, I wanted some salvia, but I don't see any salvia anywhere around. Hmm. I know. What was your, um, what, the indigo spires? Yeah, I'm on on the radio. You want to be on on the the radio? radio? Yeah. You on the ridge? What did you tell? What did salvia. You I mean, I have some beautiful salvia. I won't okay. say where I bought it, but it's okay. really pretty. And I went back to get a third one, and they were all gone. Yeah, so. I don't know. Do we have any? Nope. Okay. Did you ask? Nope. <laughs> but I went up and down everything, and they take sun. So okay. You was, and you looked. Oh yeah. You, you looked know. around the corner here, did you? No. Is that salvia? Well, they're that, they're, I haven't looked lately, but he can't see them. Quite often, there's salvia there. And he's going to pretend we're, like we're he got knows a, what salvia is. Yeah, we got a guy Not with you, my husband. We got a guy <laughs> with dark glasses looking for. Her. <laughs> okay, well, you guys have been most helpful. Well, uh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, we thank Y'all you. Y'all can coming. come see my purple yard. Yeah, you have to take a picture and send it to us. Yeah. Take a picture. Y'all out here every Saturday? It's every Saturday and Sunday from noon to two. Oh, you have to come by now okay. that you're now that you're a radio doing. star. Yeah, we've only been doing it for 23 years. 23 years. Well, as long as nobody knows who I am talking, it's that's wonderful. That's okay. All right. <laughs> oh, I don't care. No, that's fine. Um, I, what Shoot. about petunias? Would petunias purple? Could she do purple? But they don't last forever. Oh, no. Well, oh, yeah, you wanted them. I think. Did you find them? Uh-oh. This, we found salvia. Okay. Houston, we have no more problems. Woo-hoo. Yay. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, it was fun. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I'm worried about him with those dark glasses don't, don't looking f- for purple. So this is not forget this guy. for Millburgers, though, because you know what happens to these. Yeah. <laughs> they go right back. Oh, no, they're great what? plants. No. I have eight of them already. Oh, you need two more. Three more. <laughs> no. Oh, three more. Three more. For, 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 for have okay. 11. Have Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Uh-oh, I'm, I'm scared. Okay, she does not have confidence that he knows what salvia is. Uh-uh. Yeah. 
Uh oh, I think she she said oh like she sees him. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some beautiful uh, Sinisa looking for a home now. <laughs> yeah. I bet she gets him anyway. Hi, did you have Hi. a question? question? Can we ask it on the air? I'm sorry. Can we ask it on the air? We're doing the radio show. No, no, it's easy. You'll do great. That's a cute little plan. Oh, that's okay. Do you want? There you go, Melton. Right. You scared her off. See? Do you see how well, that... I maneuvered that last lady? What did you do? I said, you got to talk in that so I can hear Oh, you. I see. So she was going to be she... on the radio, but she was also feeling sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. So, I so got she, you. Yeah, okay. I could hear her question. All right. 210-308-8867. By the way, I do see some purple petunias over there. Oh, yeah, that would be good. And they will last There's an, uh, certainly to October. Yeah. What's the the uh, allium-related purple plants over there? Oh, the... Uh, uh, Something on... Some uh, false garlic, uh, evergreen garlic. Uh, they got, they, they got a, a fair, fairly good purple, too. Yeah. Yeah, they are purple. But hey, it, do it, we grow acacia here? A what? Acacia, is that right? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. I'm reading a book, and they, it's uh, about Timbuktu, and they keep oh, talking yeah. about the acacia. Huh? Way to go, Calvin. <laughs> oh, good. And it's purple. It's pretty and purple. Okay. Well, thank good. You enjoy. Send us pictures. Well, I know. Well, you had so little faith he was going to find the salvia. Well, you know, he saw it, so, I mean, he had a vision. He planted them, so he does. Oh, he knows. Okay. Right. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. Okay, what were we talking about? Petunias. <laughs> acacia. Acacia, yeah. So it's in this book. It keeps talking about Timbuktu and the acacia line streets and stuff like that, and so... The, is that the, you're talking about the acacia there with the thorns and... I guess so. Are there different um, types of acacia? Yeah, okay. lots of them. Well, but they're all they're all basically all kind of why, uh, leaves, not not very thick. Well, I take that back for some of them that are pretty, yeah. pretty thick. But uh, thorns and uh, open, open air foliage and crowns. Okay, I could Google it. I just didn't know if, you know, we could But you got lots of choices. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, anyways, <laughs> I'll finish the petunia thing. Uh, you remember when we talked about uh, Laura Bush petunia? Uh, this is a hybrid uh, that's on sale, four for $5. A four-inch pot regularly $1.59. But the, what the deal is, when you plant petunias at this time of the year, you'll get them to bloom all the way to the first hard frost, which uh, may be late November, December. Uh, but after that, they they quit blooming, knocks the blooms off of them. But the plant still lives through the through the winter. And uh, it'll, it'll burn back to the ground. And then in the spring, it's got a, a massive developed rootstock, root, root system. And uh, it'll bloom better than any petunia you've ever seen. Hmm. So uh, 
you get two blooming seasons. Out of it. And this this madness petunia is uh, had been around for a long time. So, uh, and it's a it's a larger bloom than uh, Laura Bush and petunia, and it comes in different colors. Uh, we can see them over there, especially the pink. There's a bunch of pinks over there. But uh, yeah, now's the time to plant petunias. Uh, anyway, it's it's scary that uh, that uh, Calvin and all of us are thinking along the same line. See, Calvin has to write his article right several weeks ahead of time. But uh, today, uh, I I was reading, uh, and my uh, tips of the uh, for the week, and everybody's talking about planting wildflowers. So I said to myself, myself, uh, maybe we just need to mention wildflowers. See, oh okay, uh, and uh, Neil Spear writes wildflower seed including acid scarified blue bonnets for best germination. Uh, that's when you plant them now. Plant into a dedicated wildflower spaces where you do not have turf grass. They do not compete well. That's what Neil wrote. And, uh, well, one of the emphasis in my ar- article, I, t- I talk about uh, the transplants but um, if there is if you run across the source of the seed latch on to it because there's not a lot of it out there yeah that's right I think, I, think, I think last year what Jerry didn't we had gardeners had access to seed for a um, few weeks and then yeah then everything was was used up so if you prefer the seed, and above blue bonnets generally grow pretty well with seed, but yeah. uh, it's been tough. It's been a tough few years. Oh yeah. Uh, but but I wanted to emphasize that. Uh, let's see. I, I think you talk about it too. Uh, Neil, two weeks in a row says, uh, "Do not plant where the wildflowers will have to complete compete with turf grass." Well, I got good news. My whole backyard mm-hmm. it won't have to compete. won't have to compete with turf grass. So I'm thinking, uh, and Calvin says I can. Oh, well, good. That. Thank you, Calvin. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, that I can sow them right on top of uh, top of the ground if there's no no uh, mulch there. Let's say. Uh, Calvin says, uh, plant, okay, okay, he says, that one of the most, uh, he recommends planting uh, mixes of seed, and so so does John Thomas and Wild Seed Farm, and uh, he said, because some seed will do well, some plants will do well, uh, some won't. Have you, I, I was, uh, just thinking about Coriopsis. This last year mm. did really well, and I had hadn't seen it for like three <laughs> years before that. And they're yeah. 
there suddenly it was back, and I hope it's this year does just as well. <laughs> but if it doesn't, there'll be something that fill, will fill in for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean that one or more seed varieties will prosper if you don't if you don't follow a few simple guidelines. Always place the seed in a planting locations where it will be able to make contact with the soil. That's my backyard. Yeah. And receive full sun. That's my backyard. Germination on ground covered with plant materials such as grasses will be low. It's the seed. I don't have that. Bare ground. Now my question is, can I get that? Can I get that seed and just broadcast it on bare ground in the sun? Yeah, I would think I, so. I yeah. mean, I don't have to. I don't have to rake it up or till it up or if, we, if you rough it up or whatever. Well, that's one of those uh, things. Uh, the more you can do to make it a a, a good place for seed to germinate. Yeah. The more more success you have, but it's not absolutely necessary. Um, and you want to plant now, or you can wait till a week or two later. Yeah, the the, the soil is in pretty neat. You oh, mentioned yeah. the air ground. Yeah, but it also that that little rain we had uh, gave it. Uh, so, so some of that moisture we've been talking about yeah. too that that uh, increases the germination success yeah. if you got a, if you got a wet uh, soil that's yeah. there waiting for the seed. Yeah. So so the farmers speak. Hey, we're gonna need to take a quick break. We Give need me to a take, break. I'm gonna do that right now. We're gonna take a break and come back in a moment. Give us a call and ask your gardening question at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM, the answer. Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number here, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or come by and visit with us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Uh, bring your plant with you. If you've got a little cutting or something, we can see what we can do to answer that question. 210-308-8867, or in person at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Did you finish talking about your wildflower stuff and the wild seed? Wildflower seeds. Uh, I, I was just thinking out loud. Uh, I, uh, oh yeah, uh, we mentioned that Calvin got a nice article on uh, planting wildflowers. Right. For everybody. Uh, the point to be made is that uh, if you plant wildflowers for Texas now, in the okay. fall. Well, most people, when they go looking at the blue bonnets and everything, they want to buy some blue bonnet seed and plant them in the spring. That doesn't work. Yeah. The blue bonnet seed may stay there until the following fall when they'll germinate. But it, it's just like uh, 
when I went to went to the Netherlands and saw to see all the hol- all the uh, tulips, mm-hmm. just fields and fields of most beautiful tulips you ever saw. When when do you think they planted those? The fall before. Oh, okay. Winter before, to have the blooms in the spring. And when do you think uh, the people that visiting buy bulbs and have them shipped back to the home place in the United States? No, fall. Yeah, no, they're seeing them in the spring. Oh, oh, and I that's understand. when they're buying oh, the bulbs. Oh, 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 oh. I understand. <laughs> Same way with the blue bonnets. Uh, blue bonnet. I didn't check John's catalog to see. I imagine they've got some blues. Not a lot, but uh, I, I doubt if they have any of the uh, Texas maroon. Uh, they sell it as Alamo Fire, but um, there's another one needs yeah, one of your friends. Shout out. Anyway, uh, but we, we'll have transplants here. I hope. Uh, we'll uh, keep furnishing seed of the of the Aggie maroon and also regular blues seed to the, to the grower that grows transplants. We got to do that pretty soon too. They'll ask the scarifying. They'll come up in uh, ten days to two weeks, and then we'll have a transplant. 30 days, 40 days from now, around Thanksgiving. So if if you're betting on uh, blue bonnets, you don't have blue bonnets in the landscape, uh, you better rely on transplants because seed are hard to to get to go anyway. Uh, Speaking of hard to get to go, we're sitting here looking at some of the prettiest uh, uh, pink... Dwarf Reallius that is full of blooms. And I think they're a a fall bloomer, too. I know they produce most of their seed in the fall. Now, they produce a lot of seed. Each little pod produces a lot of seed. So if you've got uh, Dwarf Reallia, which comes back true from seed, you keep an eye out after they bloom for a, a long, yeah, I saw that. fairly long, uh, hard, uh, bean-shaped seed pot. And uh, leave it on there until it turns brown, yellow or brown. And get it, pull it immediately. Because that seed, when it gets brown and the humidity levels get uh, low, that seed will pop and pop that seed probably two feet away, two to three feet away. But if you get it when it's just just turning uh, yellow, green from green to yellow, mm-hmm. uh, just ha- ha- pick individual seed, and you probably better cut them off. Off, uh, you know, cut a little piece of stem with them, stem that attaches them, and then put them in a. Oh, you could put them in a jar, 
or something that uh, the seed is small and when they pop they throw the seed a long way so you put them in something that uh, they can dry out in but yet pop and not lose that seed uh, if you put them in a paper bag all the seed will go in the creases of uh, cracks in the sand oh, so something that'll hold maybe yeah, a plastic bucket will work they won't throw them out of a plastic bucket. Put them up to the, you know, at the bottom. But, uh, and they come true from seed. So you can collect the seed of the pink. And it's very possible that you will get a better bloom, pink bloom, than the mother. Than huh. the mother plant that you have. So you can do some selection. Make your, make your own pink. Or... I don't see any purple, but uh, your own purple blue, blue bottle. I mean, really, uh, Mexican petunia dwarf. Now, if you I got if, if you got the big ones, the yeah. regular size ones, may God have mercy on your soul, because those suckers we have those are going to go everywhere. They don't go everywhere. But ours, ours, ours don't. But hey, you do have the. There's this blue, right? The flower. The, yeah, the, the right. tall it's, one. it's bluish purple. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not real common to have pink. The pink flower. No, it's not the. No. Not in, in, oh, in the tall ones. No, I don't think. Yeah. No, they got hit by the freeze, and that was they. They didn't even kill them. Did it? It killed them down the ground. They're uh, coming back now. They're they're, well, fight, they're fighting their way back. Yeah, it killed. Uh, well, I had quite a few in my yard, and it killed most of the established plants. But the the then you, you'd swear that the that there weren't a lot of seeds out there. Uh-huh. But, but every vacant area has got <laughs> Ruelia dwarf Ruelia growing now. Yeah. Yeah, they uh they're very prolific. And yours are blooming, right, Milton, in the backyard? Right now, I'm not sure. i got to look. What? Uh, that's weird. Did I haven't looked at them? They ought to be blooming. Okay, I'll Big look time. and see. Oh, okay. Here's Trace. Yeah, now we only got about a minute and a half. You want to hold your question till the uh, next hour? Well, or you I can ask him off the I air. Can, I can uh, ask him right quick. Okay, go for it. And carry it over. All right. Hey, uh, you got 50% off. On the hibiscus. Yes. And that includes yes. my uh, f- uh, flare. It does. Uh, <laughs> how much are they? How much are, is the original price? Well, I don't remember. I think they're all different. Uh, they probably 29 and 34. The flares? I Probably one of those two. I couldn't see a price. It's on the pot. Oh, it's on the pot. I get a little closer than I couldn't bend over. than thirty yeah. yards away. If I bend over, I might fall over. <laughs> okay, that's all I have. Okay, so that would be about fifteen or seventeen. What's that? The half price, thirty percent off. I'm just doing math to impress you. Oh, thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Get you caught up with the news. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero. 308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your garden world. Or come out here to Millburgers with your gardening peers and let's uh, talk in person. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer.
we're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer, broadcast live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Trace is with us up on the porch, so we can get three folks to answer your questions at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? Oh, it's a beautiful day. It is pretty day. Uh, There's a little breeze. Uh, as Jerry was pointing out, falls right around the corner. We've had oh, snapdragons. Yeah. We've got mums. And it's cooler, so uh, it's nice shopping weather. Yeah. Tell um, us about the uh, snapdragons. What kind we got? Have we got... Uh, uh, it's all shorties right this second. I think you bought all the tall ones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Way to go, Cal. Yeah, he'll do that. Huh. Well, right, uh, we did get in some uh, Tahitian marigolds, so it'd be the the one that uh, somebody used to call. What was that? What did you used to call those? Oh, Mary Mom. Mary Mom. There Mary you Mom. go. Uh, so that'd be a good thing to be planting right now. Maybe put them in now, and you'll have them blooming for All Souls All Saints Day. Yeah. Uh, got in some really nice colored celosias. Some purple, and I believe some red. Petunias. We hadn't had petunias in quantity. Yeah. I mentioned petunias a while ago. And that, that lot of the Esperanza over there? Yeah, there's a there's a good chunk of Esperanza. Yeah, they're looking full good. Bloom. They're showy way over on the other side of the nursery, but you can really see them. Yeah, and they've still, they've still got a lot of uh, buds on them to, be, to open later. So that thing's going to go all the way through the, through the fall. I was mentioning last weekend I wonder if they bloom, if Gold Star blooms more in the fall than it does in the spring because regular non-Gold Star Esperanza only blooms in the fall. So I, it would make sense that that would, yeah, that cause would that, bloom the, the, more. The Esperanza had a little trouble this summer. Yeah. So it may be making up for it by um, well, the blooms that are pretty uh, that are so impressive this yeah. fall. You still got some uh, crotons. Croton, is that right? P- Petra. Pet- <laughs> Pizza. Petra. Okay. Uh, and those things are good for Halloween decoration. They are good for fall. So uh, yeah, they're you, co- good, you, good colors. You keep it looking good. You can use it for your Halloween uh, color and all the way through Thanksgiving. Oh, probably all the way to Christmas, right? Well, they won't. We, we, we want. No, we want them to get a poinsettia by then. Oh, okay. <laughs> but aren't they the aren't they the ones that we generally recommend? Move them, move them out of forty-five degrees before they. Yeah, unhappy at forty, forty-five, and dead at thirty-two. Mm. Yeah. So grow them in a pot. Leave them in this pot. They're good for the rest of this year in this pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You set it out for a focal point. Don't no. have to fertilize them or anything. Don't don't have to fertilize. Well, I would fertilize them. I would right. use uh, Osmocote. Most people on this porch would use Osmocote. Oh, they. Uh, Remind, I, I reminds will. me a little bit of the uh, the porter weed. That's another one that <laughs> we, if we don't, aren't careful, if we let, let it get into the forty degree weather, yeah. we, it doesn't last much longer after that. As I was coming in uh, to the right there, as you enter, there's a bunch of uh, 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 red 
uh, red plants uh, that turn red, turn red in the fall, really bright red in the fall, if they're in full sun. Bogovia? No, no. To the right up there. Uh, oh, Lord. There's that old mine going. The first two aisles of Bogovia. No, no, no. Uh, this is on the ground to the right of the entryway. Uh, for it's red, a red plant, and it doesn't bloom. It's just a beautiful red foliage that turns bronze. Sometimes it turns bronze, doesn't it? <laughs> I think I've copper been, plant. Yeah, that's it. That's a uh, copper plant. That's, most people call that orange. Uh -huh. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would dare orange. do that. They, there's not many things that are orange here nowadays. No. no. I wonder why. We no, we God didn't make them orange. We specialize in orange. I, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I know why. Did you see those six little kids that had those yeah, orange shirts? Uh, Trace would have been happy. Oh, man. Did that was see that? so sad. I did yeah. not. whole family wearing UT but, long orange shirts. But it's my understanding they're playing UTSA uh, today. So. Oh, oh, that's okay. hard, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a hard one to stomach. Yeah. But anyway, that copper plant, uh, I used to grow it all the time. Uh, very few people know it's a, it's a killer in the fall. It, it is great. We we used uh, to sell tons of them year-round. Yeah. And uh, some for some reason now we can only find them in the fall. Yeah. So San Jose Mission, they had a big cross out that's there. That's right. I knew a Franciscan monk that made a point of putting that underneath the cross. Okay. Beautiful. I don't know if he's still around, but uh, <laughs> if, if you see a copper plant under that cross, then he is. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, they're they're a woody plant, you know. I, I think I think they freeze down. They won't come back, they as, I, as I remember. They freeze dead, yes. And uh, but uh, like you say, you plant them in the spring, and they give you some copper color all the way to the fall. And then they turn, turn if they're in the full sun, they will turn that beautiful red reddish color. I won't say orange. I'll say orange. <laughs> uh, and you got the red yucca still on sale. On sale for nineteen eighty-eight, and people are buying the citrus. I guess that yeah, mainly, mainly lemons, right? Uh, yeah, we still have a big order coming. It just hasn't uh, materialized yet. Okay. They were waiting for a flush, they said. Oh. Okay. Yeah, my... Uh, huh. What's that mean, waiting for a flush? That means they cut it to make some yeah, some more babies before uh, they shipped them out. Oh. And um, so now it's got to leaf back come, out again. Come back, yeah. And uh, it'll, it'll, relief. it'll be a relief when they see that now. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh-huh. Never gets old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second, but I actually got it. <laughs> the uh, interesting, I was given a blood sample the other day, and a little lady was talking about how, how much she loves her citrus. And uh, she hopes it's going to bloom and be pretty next year because it froze down, but it's sent up a real nice sprout and what did, what did you tell her <laughs> i said did, does it have thorns and she said oh yeah she said i said you know that that's going to be a sour orange right 
and it's not going to be the wonderful seedless orange, I mean, uh, navel orange that you had. Suddenly the blood test went really, really fast. <laughs> so the first thing you need to learn when you're in front of somebody with a needle. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> don't, the same thing. Yeah, don't give them bad news. <laughs> <laughs> well, she thought that sour orange thing was good news. Well, she she would, could still enjoy the fragrance of the blooms, she could. which she loved. And she liked the evergreen tree, and she liked uh, sour fruit. And if she likes until she food. tries, until so she, she likes to uh, have cut arms. Uh, from <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's what that's one of so the. So how many sticks did they, she give you before? This, uh, this one, she uh, did good. All right, because, you must have uh, waited until she found the vein before you told her the bad news. <laughs> no, she knew. She accepted the bad news. She, what is it they say? You made uh, lemonade out of lemons. If you get lemons, lemon trees. Yeah. When is that? You know, I think uh, I think he's slightly. Uh, under under said uh, i'm sure he told her kiss it goodbye no probably no, no, did no. yeah she loved that tree she loves that tree is that uh are we close to having a uh, blood drive uh it's middle of october yeah it's uh october 29th i think Let me at check. the end of october yeah yeah okay i'll ne- ch- I'm double check yeah Next. i, I want to say I thought we did this last week. I thought we said it was middle <laughs> of the Maybe we talked about the... Uh, oh, no, that's... You're thinking about the uh, mammography. Ah, okay. But let me get the blood drive and stuff. Hold on there. Millburgers blood drive. I'm on millburgernursery.com, and it is October 29th from 10 to 3. The big news can you, is... Can you see when the other one is? So we uh, can double check. Let's see. I'm not sure it's up yet. Okay. The big news is on October 1st, little David's coming back. Mm-hmm. Free seminar, turf grass, basics, and planting shade trees. And Oct- on October 1st from 10 to 11.30 at the, at the nursery. Or until he runs out of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David says, it is time to get your lawn ready for winter, and it's time to plant shade trees. David uh, David said that or Stacy said that? I don't know. So if it's in the ad, Stacy said that. Okay. Join David Rodriguez for our Fall Earthkind Seminar. The seminar will address the needs of your specific landscape and will complete a question and answer session. So uh, that's coming up October 1st. And uh, what else is going to be happening around uh, in October here at the nursery? Well, maybe some scary stuff. Actually, it's already begun. There's a little bit of scary stuff now, but it, it's always evolving. Yeah. So, uh, the only time we're done is the day we're taking it down. Okay. <laughs> um, there was some good and bad news about the hay. So uh, the chances of rain where our, our hay will be bailed at have dropped from 80 percent to 30 uh. percent that's the good news <laughs> so now we got a 70 percent chance that we're going to have hay all right instead of a 20 percent chance we're going to have hay <laughs> so there's going to be that so for the maze although the maze is up the, the, theoretically the maze is up it's made out of pallets it's yeah not it's good. complete but it is uh almost operational that little girl swinging in the in the trees uh it's freaking Jerry out. Blew my mind when I looked up there and saw that. So that was Janetta's idea. Uh, I'm, I'm just waiting for a little kid to figure out that it's tied to the tree and undo uh, it so it comes 
pops him in the head. Well, Milton's already seen one child out yeah, there. Yeah, Trey saw him too, just staring at it. Staring at it. He swing. was trying to figure it out. Just, I'm, th- I'm thinking that he's wanting his turn on the swing, probably. Nightmare City. <laughs> but a lot of stuff's going up around the corner here. Mm-hmm. I did get an email about our pumpkins, but I didn't have time to read it. So uh, I should have pumpkins on the road soon. Good. A lot of little ones, I hope. Uh, we we do better with the big ones that nobody else has. Really? Um, so we always sell little ones too. Yeah, you're talking kid. the little baby ones. Yeah, yeah. the kids that every kid yeah, picked that, up. That that we have a bunch, a bunch and we'll theoretically not, coming and, and will then, not put down. And the no, really they will not put and down. the really big ones with those big stems that should there be in there. Even when Calvin yells at them after they <laughs> drop it a few times. I think they're getting more disciplined. Uh, so, wow. Kids are changing. I, I, yeah, it's not as much uh, uh, discipline. It's, it's not that you're getting more patient, is that right? Well, your eyes are getting worse and you can't see yeah. that far. That's what's really eyes, eyes worse, for sure. <laughs> but it's a fun place to come and bring the kids and let them run around and have a good time here at the. So I know we're going to be doing the, on the Halloween event weekend. We're mm-hmm. going to be doing uh, face painting and balloon mm. art again. So it's nice to start that up again. Yeah, that is. And we're going to have the corn. All right. Oh, Roasted good. corn. Right. And I'm going to make it really hard on y'all because we're not going to put it off to the side where we normally do. Oh, since, no. Since we're donating this money, we want the corn to be eaten and the money to go to a good cause. So we're going to put that thing right here. Oh, no. Oh, that's that's brutal. <laughs> that is just cruel. Milton and so for those of you who can't cold. see, it's just to the left of Milton yeah, and uh, so all be where the lantana is normally. So all the roastedness of the corn will come oh, wafting what? our way. <laughs> where Santa sits. Isn't yeah. Where Santa stays all the time. Um, kind of. Santa, little, hadn't little been there, Santa hadn't been there for years. Yeah. What? But At I, least a couple. But yeah. I think I got a, a new Santa. Oh, okay. Maybe. Or just uh, Santa. There's no no oh, new Santa. Yes. I mean, uh, I'm sorry for children that are listening. Milton, that's not all bad that the uh, corn's going to be that close. The, because we we uh, get yeah. a, lot, a lot of attention from the corn distributor. Oh. Yeah. And we'll, we'll look like we're starving, hungry. So we'll practice that now? Yeah. At, yeah. at $3 for a donation, you can eat as much as you all want. All right. What? Very cool. $3 each corn ear each oh two dollars for each three 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 dollars for each is he negotiating with you now what's he doing he might be but we're (laughs) doing we're going to donate all the proceeds look at this milton has got a stink bug here Uh uh-oh we're going to donate all the proceeds to the american cancer society oh good okay so we're flipping flipping the bill for the corn we're flipping the bill for the guy to cook it and then we're taking all that money and is it the it same to, same team? Uh, yes. Yeah, they do a good job. Ish, you know, changes up a couple people every time. But yeah, uh, yeah that that corn is unbelievably good for this time. Oh, to get the, it for this the, time of the year. Selection of uh, flavor things to too. put yeah. on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's a shame that you and Calvin can't eat that now. That's well, not on a diet. Well, that's me. I can't eat that. Yeah. Uh, none yeah. of y'all can eat that. Well, so I'll get some. I'll get y'all's corn. No, I think I'll cheat that day. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just won't tell I think my that's, wife. I think it's keto corn, isn't it? I, that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, we, we won't know till the day, but you might. You might have to eat some to find out. Maybe just <laughs> those three or four that I'm going to. Yeah, have. that Trace is going to have. That's right. 
All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you call us at 210-308-8867. Let us, let us know if you've seen any monarchs. I yes. don't think I don't think we anybody has seen them because we haven't heard any calls. Uh-oh, Trace I, I, may have. I, I took out some snot noses uh, last night. <laughs> Did you? Way back car? from Fredericksburg, yeah. And lots of queens around. Yeah, they're all over. But it was night, so I'd say it was that one, but it could have been another one. Oh, okay. It was probably that one. All right, back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Now, if you're one of those folks that believes that all sprinklers are created equal, you are incorrect, my friend. Now, I'm here to tell you about the Tree Hugger sprinkler. You can use it. I use it conventionally uh, when I on my watering days to water the front yard, uh, and it works real efficiently, which is cool. Now, I have to move it a little bit, but uh, actually, no. The last time I just uh, I just set it on full. But if you got the right size, I got the small one. Uh, I bet you could just set that uh, that bad boy on full and just uh, it would go to town on that front yard of yours. Um, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. You have to hold on, hold on, get ready for that. But the tree hugger sprinkler is also unique in that it helps you. It hugs that tree, so there's it opens up. It's got a hinge on it, and it opens up. It opens up. There you go. And then you close it around the tree. I don't uh, know how plastic can make that sound. It's tree hugger sprinkler is unique. No, it's unique. There you go. So it hugs the tree, and then you turn it on just a little bit to get the uh, uh, the root ball wet and watered, or you can turn it up more to get the uh, the drip line watered. It's very versatile, very efficient, does a great job, uh, and uh, you find them right here at Millburgers and HEB. So come on out and check out the tree hugger sprinkler, three different sizes, seven inch. 11-inch and 15-inch here at Millburgers. Okay, uh, and you can find out more about them at treehuggersprinkler.com. Treehuggersprinkler.com. All right, 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah, what you got there? We're still getting uh, questions and problems associated with the drought. Oh, yeah. Because the drought's not over. No, it is not. For most people. Uh, I did enjoy the rain that I got at my my house. And it it stimulated some of the the grass I have left. Uh, But it still needs... Your newly planted shrubs and trees still need attention. And... uh, you know, I, I started with that tree hugger sprinkler, yeah. and uh, I've been watering my citrus that German came back, and uh, I've got a write-up on plantanswers.com under the information index, uh, first first article, I think, 
and it shows the tree hugger sprinkler and the way I'm using it around the plant. But the the greatest thing I found that I have is a timer. Yeah, that helps you. A timer on the tree hugger sprinkler, or or on your sprinkler, whatever. And uh, the if you want to follow the the uh, water restrictions. Mm-hmm. Like your day is, uh, uh, my day is Wednesday. All right. Because my deal ends in five. Uh, so. Four or five, right. Seven to 11 uh-huh. in the morning. Or, and, or, and. And, and uh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. So you could, if you get the timer like I got, you can, you can go out at uh, seven or eight o'clock, turn that timer on running very slow mm-hmm. very soaking in and uh run it for let's see you're telling it to turn it off three or four hours yeah turn off at 11 yeah basically. turn off at 11 and then if you got another tree <laughs> uh i've got two trees that are sprouted then you move your deal over your hose over and uh wait till seven o'clock in the evening Go out, flip it open again for four hours, and that that way, unfortunately, I don't think you'll get a citation. Though. No, no, you. Not if you're doing it on your water day, <laughs> between seven and eleven a.m. Seven and, and seven eleven p.m. So anyway, if you want to see that, uh, <laughs> if you want to see that, uh, you know, follow the water rule. And save your trees and shrubs that you've just planted. Uh, soak them. Don't sprinkle them. Yeah. Uh, and make sure that that water and uh, Neil, Neil gets questions in. Neil Spare gets questions in. Question number four. Why is Nellie R. Stevens Holly Brown on one side? Okay, that's a reasonable question. <laughs> so the question is, we have an established Nellie R. Stevens holly. One side is doing fine, but the other side has leaves that are pale green or brown or even missing. Why the difference? What do you think, Matthew? There's only one thing that will cause that on a Nellie R. Stevens holly. Lack of water? Lack of water. But why just one side? Guess which side the roots are on? The side that's getting water? No, the the, the roots to the dry leaves, the bad-looking side, is on the dry side. Uh, on the oh, they're on the same side as a dryness is to show it up. Hmm. She uh, Nia says one side of the plant became too dry during the summer. Roots that provide moisture and nutrients to one side of a tree or shrub are located on that side of the plant. Okay. Um, if that side gets very dry, the top similarly is affected. <laughs> My guess is that the opposite side, the good side, wasn't lick- lacking far behind. Given another day or two, you could have lost the entire shrub. 
So uh, you'll see this all across Texas on hollies, magnolias, and other plants with leathery leaves. They don't wilt. They just give a warning, a little warning of pending loss. Viburnum, too, I think. Yeah. In fact, if you... <laughs> In fact, if you scroll back through the past two weeks' questions here on eGarden, you'll see others who have the same problem. All you can do is trim out the dead area and hope the plant can fill in. Both, be careful that both sides of the plant receive water uniformly. And now that's the neat thing about the soaking, soaking situation. Uh, you put it at the, you put your uh, delivery system at the base of the plant, and uh, that way it waters all sides of the plant. From yeah, the that's a good point because you're hugging that tree. Yeah, right. Hugging it, but uh, <laughs> uh, you've got to do it slowly. Now, Neil says you need to, and a lot of people talk about. At once you establish a plant, you keep it you keep it watered weekly for two years, soaked two years to make sure it's well established. See, just and people people say, well, I haven't gotten any rain yet, but I'm, I know my time is coming. Yeah, your time is coming to remove that plant that's dried out and died. And Neil is being very optimistic when he says, maybe it'll come back, cut the, cut the dead stuff out, and maybe it'll come back. No, it will no. not come back, hmm. especially hollies. Yeah, I was wondering if that had to do with hollies. <laughs> I always uh, hesitate to be absolutely sure if there's uh, some of the stems are... Are uh, still look good, and they look look like they're not they're not wilted. There's some chance, but a uh, remote chance. Yeah, quite o- quite often it's just the the they're just on on the in the order of being uh, destroyed based on the water. You yeah, know, it's kind of it's like uh, intercepting the water flow. Right, that's part of it. So it's it's uh, <laughs> easier and better if you uh, are pretty conservative in the watering and uh, water it, soak it, and uh, just uh, be happy when we get back to some normal rainfall. It's coming, right, Calvin? It's gotta come. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotta come. <laughs> Can't keep going forever. Uh, okay. Uh, he uh, Neil also got a question about uh, Paul Cox's Bubba Desert Willow. Oh, cool. Said the question was, my Bubba Desert Willow froze to the ground 18 months ago. I cut it to the ground, got spindly new growth. How can I control the shape of the tree as it grows? I'm concerned that that the limb will snap off. If the trunks grow too tall without girth, it's from Dallas. Said, assuming you have it in full sun, which it requires, cut them back to force them to branch closer to the ground. In doing so, they will also thicken up. It might also have been weakened by the cold. 
the plant may not have as much vigor as it needs to redevelop into a dense, durable, small tree. Uh, as, if, you, if you're deep soaking it, you know, if you're keeping it well watered, uh, which Desirella can tolerate drought for a while, but so when it's reestablishing itself, probably not. Uh, I'm thinking, given good growing conditions, uh, even if Bubba Desert Willow is cut off at the ground, uh, it will develop back into a small tree, I think. <laughs> yeah, I never imagined, I never, I was trying to think of any that I've seen that are, stay they scraggly for very long. Yeah, right. Yeah. They have a tendency to kind of readjust and, and get into a nor- normal expected growth mode. Yeah. But uh, anyway, there uh, also somebody wrote in about uh, <laughs> something on her on the hibiscus. Hibiscus was a fifty percent off sale. All hibiscus. 50% off sale now. So if you want to stock up with your flare hibiscus, which is getting harder and harder to find, uh, now's the time to get them. Now's the ideal time to plant them in the ground, in the location. And for uh, it'll, it'll, it'll look like it's died back but uh, for the winter, and you can cut it off at the ground. Or leave it. Most people think to cut is to kill. But uh, you can cut it off at the ground and plant uh, plant annuals around it, the dianthus and the petunias and whatever. And uh, it'll come back next spring and be grow into its normal size and have those beautiful, uh, what, are, what did we say, they were fuchsia blooms or something? With the flare hibiscus, it's color oh, of a flare. Yeah, it's a yeah. There you go. Bright orange. It's what's well, not orange. <laughs> uh, it's bright pink. It's deep, deep, purpley pink. Maybe. There you go. Okay. Color of a flare. Exactly. Just think of a flare. You're driving down the highway. It is. You a, see the flares out. That's it's the color. a hard plant to take a picture of. Hard oh, because bloom. Of the, because of that Especially color. when you're when you're trying to drive your car down the yeah, the highway like Milton has done. Yeah, yeah. you got to take a picture. <laughs> Everything you're seeing, the answer is, is basically insects. The plant is caked in mealybugs. <laughs> the, Neil says they're the nastiest, messiest of all insect pests. Yeah. Usually they're reserved for indoor plants, but occasionally you see them on, show up in plants in the garden. And they are especially a problem on uh, on hibiscus, the hibiscus types, the cotton, the cotton type thing. And uh, if you press on them with your thumbnail or with a small stick, You'll see bodily body fluids melting. Ugh. Poof! That they're living beings. <laughs> their their white waxy coatings make it difficult to get insecticide into contact with. <laughs> the adult females. That's nice. 
also protect the young mealy bugs with their bodies. Making mature, that's nice, isn't it? Those me me mealy bugs are nice to their young. Throw their bodies over. What do you think about that? I bet that's you never just, knew that about I did me. Not never, I did not know that. <laughs> Making control of immature ones especially difficult. It's easy to dab off the beginning outbreaks with a cotton swab rubbed in, uh, dipped in rubbing alcohol. <laughs> However, she she will she will need to resort to a labeled insecticide applied to both top and bottom leaf surfaces for severe infection as this. No. That's for hibiscus. At this time of the year the best way to control mealybug, cut those branches off. Oh. That they're they're congregate and spread from one one branch to the other. Oh, okay. So the best way to get rid of those mealybugs is uh, cut off the infected branch where their mothers are protecting the little babies. It's kind of cute. But, uh, and then also put them in a new container because those mealybugs hang out on the bottom of the container and reinfect the plants once you cut them back. Uh, they get on citrus too, big time. All this right. time of the year. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, as Jerry said, the drought is not over. As we've said before, neither is uh, uh, our being in stage two. San Antonio water system, uh, we are still in stage two with water restrictions. The good news is that uh, those water restrictions and help us to uh, remain in stage two when others uh, don't do it because we're all working together here. Uh, but the tough news is this. According to Karen Guz, uh, SAW's Director of Conservation, we've been patrolling neighborhoods, including gated communities, in an effort to enforce compliance with Stage 2. Quote, we're past the point of issuing warnings. Anyone caught wasting water or breaking Stage 2 watering rules will receive a citation. And that's not the good kind of citation. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to ask you, is it going to be framed? <laughs> it's going to be what? Framed. No. You've asked that already. Yeah, I have to you frame got, it. You're, you're, it's not going to be framed. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you can find out all those rules. They're easy to comply with. They've been well-researched. Uh, you can still maintain your yard, uh, but you got to go to learn all the rules to make sure you uh, are keeping up with them and to make sure you don't receive those fines by going to saws.org forward slash stage two. Find out your watering day. Find out when you can water and then comply by everybody complying, by everybody being good stewards. Uh, the community has helped out. In fact, it's a model community for other cities across the nation. Go to saws.org forward slash stage two. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Yeah. Well, we still haven't heard, uh, I guess. Uh, no monarch reports. No monarchs. Um 
any time now they probably start coming. Let's see, is it, what are we, a week away or two weeks away from uh, October? Yeah, okay. in the middle of September. Yeah. Jerry's still in August, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it's, it's not all bad. Uh, maybe maybe Mil- yeah. Jerry's down there in August and we're up there in October or something. But uh, it's... it's <laughs> It's interesting people uh, want to deal with sprouts around their trees. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's a question that says, nothing much grows beneath my 11-year-old crepe myrtle. I covered the area with new soil and stones. Now there are new shoots from the roots of the crepe myrtle. Will these hinder growth of the tree? Can I use glyphosate to kill the roots? Uh, yes. Uh. Do you want to do that? <laughs> and Neil jumps in there and says, Do not use glyphosate spray. Fool. Neil does not say fool. <laughs> you don't think so? That's not Neil's style. Maybe I train him. I'm training him. Oh, okay. Yeah, good luck on that. <laughs> Primarily, first of all, primarily intended for the use of killer grasses, not broadleaf plants like crepe myrtles. Second, these shoots are tethered to the mama tree, so you don't want to apply anything that could be carried back. So the way Neil uh, said get rid of them is just dig those sprouts out with a sharpshooter spade uh, to keep them from re-sprouting. And you don't want to use our uh, cut vine or stump killer, because like Neil says, they're they're attached to that uh, <laughs> that mother tree. But uh, my oak sprouts in the front yard are just the prettiest thing you ever saw. You have to take a picture. Since I've lost I, I've lost my most of my grass. Do you have to? I was just thinking on my. Crepe myrtles, I've got those shoots coming up. I just mow them. I, yeah. They're, they're, they're not nearly as uh, sturdy or as aggressive as live oak yeah. shoots. And uh, they don't, I was trying to remember if I, I never noticed them coming back, <laughs> but I guess they must. Oh, yeah, they come back. Uh, I had crepe myrtles in, the, in my daughter's first house that she had here in San Antonio in Stone Oak. Mm. And uh, uh, they certain varieties seem to be worse about it than other varieties. But uh, they send up sprouts from the bottom. I, I would just cut them off with pruning shears, but of course they'd come yeah. back. That's that's better than a, a but, shovel if you got if you got rocky soil. Yeah, yeah. A pruning pruning shears are better than <laughs> than trying to do it with the shovel. But. Uh, I bet. You, I imagine if you let those things get a little bit larger, like uh, six to eight inches long or eight to twelve inches long, you could pull them away uh, like a slip on a sweet potato. Oh yeah. You could pull them away and have some of the root attached, and they'd root. Bring if, another plant. If you wanted them, <laughs> they're they're unrooted. I mean, the, all crepe myrtles are are not grafted. Uh, they're rooted. 
But anyway, um, now that's not the same as uh, oak sprouts. Uh, you can't, you can put anything you want to on oak sprouts, except uh, what's your deal? <laughs> the, the chemical uh, remedy. 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 Uh, remedy. I would just, I would just think, thinking how oh, watching somebody with a spade trying to get a oak sprout. Oh out. yeah. Good luck. Some people try it. <laughs> it's, that, yeah, that, that would be a look, tough one. Tough look, thing. look like a gopher's been in the front yard or something. Hey, Evelyn's on the line. We got to help All her. All right. Out. Wait a minute. Uh, her sprout. Her. Her. What? She's probably going to correct something we said uh, wrong. I haven't been. <laughs> We she hadn't had enough rain to make her. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see what's let's see what's going on. Mine has started. I think. Yeah, so. oh. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? What's going uh, on? I'm doing okay. It could be better. Anyhow, I took Doctor <laughs> Parsons' advice about the covering the persimmons with my socks. Okay, how's oh. that working? It didn't. <laughs> what? Whatever was out there, possums or rats. Raccoons. Pull the socks off the <laughs> persimmons and ate them. So yeah, I had ate, ate the socks or ate the persimmons? Uh. <laughs> they ate persimmons and left the socks. Holy smokes. Yeah, so. That's got to be a raccoon. Uh, I don't they know. Got, they got little hands. Yeah, especially yeah, especially if you see them out there with their little socks on their hands. Yeah, doing little sock puppet shows and stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, I don't know if I did the right thing or not. Is one way or the other, I won't have persimmons. I they were starting to turn the orange color already. So what was left there, I pulled them off and I got them in my kitchen window. Are they so, for you? Yes, yeah. they are. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be all right. They'll they'll ripen. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope so. At least I'll have that many. Anyhow, well, the, the, the other varieties <laughs> that you can't, yeah, can't write astringent. The, uh, yeah. and the, the, they say <laughs> that if you freeze them, uh huh, they'll, they'll get softer, faster, and ripen faster. Okay. In, fa- in fact, the Japanese for the children, or I guess for anybody, uh, put a popsicle stick in them. And freeze them and uh-huh. use them like a popsicle. Well, who was our uh, professor that uh, used to free, freeze them and have one every morning? Uh, pa- he passed away now, but... Uh, Uh-oh, he's passed. But. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember him? He was in uh, Uvalde? Uh, uh, oh, Shreve, Dr. Laura Shreve. No, it was a younger, I thought it was a younger uh, uh. professor. Well, anyway, I was excited that I had all these persimmons. Well, that, now that's what he used to do is freeze them, and then he would eat one a day. Yeah, they're high in vitamin A. Yeah. Right, so what were you they're saying? They're probably high one? in uh, potassium, too, aren't they? Oh, pri- oh yeah. 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 Okay, well, I can't have too many of those because that's a no, no for me. you can't have too many of those. No. If, here and there, if I'll have one, and then I'll bake cookies. I like cookies. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. good. Yeah, yeah, well. Don't make us more than two dozen. <laughs> Each. 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 <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. Sorry about, about that, Damn Evelyn. raccoons. Maybe, maybe uh, she needs to get with uh, who's uh, related to Dorothy. She, Dorothy and uh, get her. Yeah, there, there'll be a co-op. Yeah. Yeah, the raccoon control co-op. 
<laughs> well, I got rid of the other possum last time, and I got another one in the trap now. So oh, I don't know where they're coming from. I probably from Cibolo Creek. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's where they're coming. From. Do we want to hear any more of this story, Evelyn, or shall we just stop asking? <laughs> Do you have recipes? I, do you have recipes, Evelyn? No, not those kind. <laughs> you, know, you know that I've got uh, recipes on plantanswers.com. Yes, do they, I heard do they include those. both the possum and yeah, and raccoon and yeah, yeah. Do, do you have uh, instructions on how to make a raccoon skin hat? Okay. No, uh, I think that died with Davy Crockett. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you, you guys no, killed him when he came down here. Evelyn, <laughs> Evelyn also rejected the socks on the persimmon. Yeah, yeah. Because her her raccoons were just. They're just taking the socks off, yeah, throwing throw them to the ground, the ground and, yeah. <laughs> laughing. Eat the presumption. My wife says I do that anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just throw your socks on the ground? Yeah. I just throw my socks on the ground. Oh. Trace, trace, trace. Well, thanks, Evelyn. Sorry we couldn't be more help. How is, is your horse herb coming up? Uh, not yet. It hasn't okay, rained. Are you sure you're just not ignoring it? Evelyn. Give it time. Uh, no, there's something else, and I don't know what you call that. It blooms kind of a, a bright yellow. I don't know what that is, and that's uh, worse than the horse herb. Wild purslane, maybe? I don't know. I'll, I need to dig up some of it and bring it to the... Yeah, is it yeah. is it looks like kind of the horse herb? Is that not is that an oxalis? Is that what y'all talk about with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yellow yeah. flower? The mm. leaves are real rough like too. I wouldn't be surprised if it was horse herb. Yeah. No, it's not horse herb. I know what There's horse about herb three is. or four different trustus growth forms. Looks oh, okay. like. You're dealing with the hot horse herb expert. I guess it? I guess I okay. should <laughs> I shouldn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Okay. Thanks, Evelyn. Yeah, keep up the good job. Thank okay. you. We'll talk Bye, to you soon. Uh, Bye. All right, that'll free up a line. Still have enough time to sneak maybe one more person in. 210-308-8867. Well, there's the crepe myrtle. Yeah. But that's one they're going to plant, right? Yeah, so and you want to talk about the oh, we'll, uh, the we'll B&B? you come the, out the and B &B? plant that one? We will. It'll cost more to plant it than the, the trees <laughs> worth. But, yeah, we'll, we'll plant it. <laughs> well... Just for some people living in the rocky areas, they may be willing to pay that pay that price. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's uh. a little, little more elaborate than just digging a hole, but uh, <laughs> we definitely would plant it. And guarantee they're not guaranteed for a year if you plant it, right? No, it, the other way. It would be guaranteed for yeah, a year it's if we guaranteed plant it. If they oh, plant okay, okay. On trees and woody shrubs. No, okay. Not not citrus. You'd be shocked how many people want to plant lemons and limes in the ground. <laughs> okay. Or tropical hibiscus or bougainvilleas. Yep. Okay. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I got just a, a few minutes left. I got a question in uh, from a lady uh, seven eight two three two. I think that's San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, said excessive number of galls. On a live oak. Said our live oak has what seems to be an excessive number of galls on its leaves. Should we do something about it? Wait, wait for it. It's young. It's a young tree, four inches in diameter, eleven to twelve feet tall, and she sent pictures. And she has got clusters of galls on that tree. 
Uh, I haven't answered her back yet, but uh, through the years I've observed that some of those, some live oaks have galls, and some right next to it won't have a gall. Oh on yeah. It. So it's something in the leaves that uh, that attracts that little wasp to lay the lay make those galls. But uh, I've never heard of a control for galls. So it seems like somebody mentioned uh, use dormant oil in the uh, this is old in the in the uh, early spring. I'm not sure that it ever. I was uh, I was trying to remember if there was some research that in, indicates that the growth rate is is affected and or yeah. any of those kind of factors. But I don't remember ever seeing anything like that. So I would say it's about deterring more than anything. So yeah. my thought is the second it starts putting on new leaves for like the first three or four weeks, every five to seven days spraying insecticide or something like that might deter them long enough not to not to sting that plant. It might. What a, one of your systemics <laughs> or just a regular? No, I don't think it's going to do any. Him, that's the one that's stinging it, right? Yeah, right. So the systemic isn't going to do any good. Yeah. So mouth ion or something along those lines every Direct five to hit. seven days during or, that first month of leaves coming out. Yeah, or if you want to use organic uh, spinosad, a product containing spinosad, which is a contact killer. Would you? Why would you do it? Just, uh, I mean, we I wouldn't do it. I, oh. I kind of like the way they look on the leaf. <laughs> not okay. this. I'll print some pictures of it. It, it. it knotted up the whole tree. Well, the well, people get upset about it, but I don't think it. I don't remember it ever translating into a problem with the tree growth or anything. No, no. So. Sometimes it makes the leaves fall off early. Well, then if you get, if you're like Trace, you. Enjoy it. I mean, uh, <laughs> the the the, uh, the look of the. But what happens when the leaf falls off? People get upset because there's yeah. those little knots on them. Well, really. there'll be a new leaf behind it. Yeah. That, does, that doesn't have it. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, that's interesting. At, at, at very least, I think we've, we've consistently just had the same discussion with people and said that they're really. Those are beneficials, and it's really not a not an issue in terms yeah. of your tree, we'll, tree growth. We'll let Calvin handle that, Milton. What? T- telling the people that oh. don't worry about those skulls. Kind of like that. Well, you, uh, tell them ball that ball. you tell them on ball moss, don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. Jerry doesn't. I don't. They don't believe you, but. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> the heck Jerry's, they don't. Jerry's given up. He, Every husband in the. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we got to go for the day, but we're back here tomorrow at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. So come on out here and visit with us at Mill Burgers. On behalf of the Docs and Trace, thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, 
and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.